Welcome. 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 Welcome Welcome to to the Feeling Great Great Show. With Luke. And Fionn. And this show is designed to get you happier. Healthier. And into incredible shape. Let's make sure we enjoy the show. Ooh, another week, another podcast. So we are back in the game. And like I always say, consistency is key. Consistency queen. And it's also king as well, depending on who you prefer. But what I'd like to say is that when me and Fionn commit to anything, we make sure that we do it because we have this we have this rule of our clients that we can't expect them to do things on a daily, weekly basis if we can't even do that ourselves. Now, we're quite good with the fitness game. We're quite good with our step game and eating right and balancing out the social life. So for us, it's more about the work-based task. It's doing those daily habits that push the business forwards. So the podcast was one of those agreements we had. And I reckon we missed about two podcasts in the last year, year and a half. Mm, I reckon, yeah, it, it can't have been many. It's definitely not many. Um, the consistency game, yeah, it's been through the roof, hasn't it? It's just been mental. And it's it's become so much better as well. You know, I think uh, the, the proof's in the pudding that, you know, the more you practice at something and the, the more you do of it, the, the better you become, the more natural, whether it be with your, you know, the systems um, or the equipment or, or whatever, you know, we've, or the topics like, you know, we've upgraded the equipment over the past year with the the way that we speak on the podcast and and the way that we come in with confidence we've we've now got an intro we you know we've got all these all these things going on um that we didn't have at the start we were sitting in in your in your spare room you know recording it live on facebook you know just going off the the sound of the laptop so you know that consistency will only ever breed progress i remember the, the first one we did um we used to train this lad who's very very good with um tech his name's christy uh, he's got some big things coming and I said to him, the sound doesn't sound too good. I just wondered why. And um, he goes, where you got the mic to? And I said, well, we put the mic on the floor because we didn't want, we didn't want the, um, the video to look bad with the mic in front of us. And he just looked at us and it was like that aha moment. And for me, it's like when someone says to me, oh, you know, oh, can you eat after 8 p.m.? And then all of a sudden you realize that, oh, can you eat after 8 p.m. or are you going to gain weight? And for us, that's like a common question we get asked all the time. So for him, he must have just thought we were a bunch of dumbos hiding the microphone. Now we know a little bit more about tech. We know a little bit more about, you know, video work and so on and so forth. And we're upgrading the game. So it just goes to show that getting that advice off him upgraded our podcast game. If you want your health and fitness to upgrade and go to the next level, you need to seek out people that are in the game that know what they're talking about. Whereas if you just do it yourself, you'll make many, many mistakes and you will get there, but it can take a long time. However, if you want to go there fast and get there very, very quick, ask the experts. Mm, 100%. I was listening to a podcast yesterday um, and the bloke was saying, you know, just drop your ego, leave it at the door. You're no one at this point, you know, whether you're a fitness professional, whether you're, you know, um, the, the manager of your office, there's always someone or a group of people who are better than you. And if you want to learn, you want to progress, you want to take that next step up, leave your ego at the door and reach out to as many people as possible. Because the more in, uh, streams of, of um, information um, that you have, the, the, the quicker and the better that you're going to progress. So, you know, it's, it's putting yourself into a state of vulnerability. He was saying, like, you know, um, when you're talking to people, hands behind your back, show your neck, you know, 
these kind of like body cues showing that you're open and you're vulnerable because at that point you know you're you're susceptible to danger and in that point you're ready to grow because you need to act quickly you know and it it kind of comes back down to you know like he was talking about the animal kingdom you know like uh the hierarchy and stuff you know the lions and the tigers that kind of thing and they all have this certain level of respect for each other and and the food chain and that kind of stuff but they all know that there's always going to be someone better than them so they leave themselves susceptible and those situations are where they where they learn and, and where they really thrive and 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 that comes down to like i say whether you're you're an office worker you know, whether you're a fitness professional, whether you're just trying to get into diet, you know, it doesn't matter. There's always things that you can be learning. And that brings us on to, we're going to educate you. And what we're going to talk about is our top tips in productivity. So you can apply this not just to your fitness, you can apply this to your business as well. So remember, we don't just focus on getting you fitter and healthier. We focus on body, brain and business. That's the most important thing we want to talk about today. Now, one of my top tips for productivity is when you are working, right? So when you're working from home or you're working at your office, to work for eight to 10 hours solidly does not work. You can't work 100%, it's completely impossible. So what I tend to do, it depends on how focused I am, I either work in half hour work blocks or I work in one hour work blocks. So my main focus is I have one job I need to get done and I focus that on either a half an hour block or a one hour block. I don't get distracted by anything else. If anything else comes in my head at that time, I've got a notepad and pen down by the side. If I've got to message a client, if I've got to check in with someone, if I need to talk to Fionn about something, I'll write it down, get back to my job in hand. My phone goes off, social media goes off. I turn my emails off, so I work offline. And that means that I'm guarding my inputs. If I was working for half an hour, and I was getting emails pinged, social media was going off, I'd have Fionn ringing me about something, it means I would be ultra distracted and I wouldn't get the job done. So when you're working from home, you're working from your office, where you're working anywhere at all, focus on either setting half hour work blocks or one hour work blocks, set yourself one task, switch off all of your social media, all your emails, everything completely, get in that zone, put some music on that you know. I like to put the same music on. I listen to the same um, DJ set like quite a few times because the nice thing about it is you know what's coming. Whereas if it's a new DJ set, normally you kind of think, oh, that's a really good song. And then you get distracted. So in a way, you want to be in your own zone, literally focused. Once you finish that half hour work block or that one hour work block, what you then want to do is do five minute break. And your five minute break should be going for a quick walk, doing some star jumps, doing a few press ups, getting your body moving. And then you repeat that sequence. And you can repeat that for as long as you want. But I would honestly say you'll get so much more stuff done if you break your work down into half hour or one hour chunks, set tasks, five minute breaks, moving about. I get frustrated when people tell me they work 10 hours at home and they work, it's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) mate, it's like you do four hours at best, right? So you're far better off understanding where your energy is best. So I'm a morning person. I, I work great productively in the morning. Fionn, you're more of a... Oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of like afternoon. Well, I, I, midday to afternoon. I'm usually, you know, we work mornings. We come in and do our physical physical classes, you know. Um, 
and then I go home about midday and that's kind of my my good time I can get into my room and I can kind of switch off maybe I'll go walk the dog have a bit of lunch because I'm always thinking about food I love my food so if I haven't got my food at that midday point I'm hungry and I ain't doing anything other than thinking about food so I go home my productivity block is that time and even sometimes it's only an hour but actually you'd be surprised how much you can fit into an hour if you set the time limit for that time now a lot of people will not set time limits for their tasks and I think it's really important though isn't it you know you is a task will take how long you give it um you know if if you you kind of don't set a timer on or, or that kind of thing you could take hours to write an email you know because you get distracted everything but that's yeah my mine's is like late afternoon I'm going to roll on to um my uh tip for productivity another one um and it's getting stuff ready it's being prepared it's getting stuff done the night before now i'm just going to apply it to something that applies with me and my clients um but this, you can apply this to anything it's getting the gym kit done the night before now a lot of people think oh that's, that's mad i can just do it in the morning but actually in the morning you've got 101 things going on you've got your kids screaming they need fed you've got you've got you've got to get a shower before work you got your boss texting you that you need to come in 15 minutes early because someone's sick you know you've got all these things going on and then the last thing on your mind is gym after work so getting that done the night before does that it it creates a nice bit of um free space in the morning but also it creates a level of commitment which i think a lot of people lack now commitment is something that can really really skyrocket anything that you want to do in life if you're committed to it you're more likely to and and the results are going to be better and you're actually going to enjoy that process a little bit more um and actually if you write down for example the days times and location that you're going to work out or that you're going to run or these kind of things you're 80 percent 80 it's not 80 is it is it 80 80 percent more likely to do it or is it 50 was that figure I was reading the other day? I think it's 80. 80? Is that right? Yeah, I think it's 80, but I'm just, I'm just guessing 80. Don't we'll go with 80 because it we'll, sounds good. We'll go with 80 because it sounds good. But 80% more likely to do it if you're... Because you're, 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 you're creating this uh, association with that task. You know, you're associ- you, you know, you've remembered writing it down. So you've had the thought process. That's number one. You've then gone to your pen and paper or your notepad to write it down. That's number two. You've then actually written it down. That's the third association with it. And then by the time the time comes around, you've had all of these cues to remember that you're going to work out at that point. So having your gym kit done the night before creates that commitment. It creates that kind of uh, thought process that you come across and you think, right, this is what I am doing today. It's the same thing as as kind of writing down a list and and kind of jotting your day out. But I think that's what you were going to move on to, was it? Am I right? Jotting your time down. down 100%. You just caught me off guard. I was just doing an Instagram story and just flashing it around on my story. It was just just recording me. And then you literally just caught me off guard. So I've been caught my pants down. (laughs) Peekaboo. So talking about um, getting your gym kit ready, I normally get in the sweatband, the gym kit, the night before, and lie in bed. <laughs> he comes in stinking. <laughs> I just lie literally in my running vest. Crumpled. No, no I think um, everything should be planned out the night before, exactly what Fionn's on about. Couldn't agree more. Even to the, the, the minute details where, you know, I've like, for example, when I wake up, I have vitamin D spray, lemon, all those kind of bits and pieces. I'll get all that ready the night before. So when I wake up, I can just be like, bang, Fish oils, vitamin D, job done. My coffee powder's already in the coffee percolator, ready to go. Percolator. You know, time for the percolator. Ding, yeah. ding. <laughs> and um, then what I then do is my food's already prepped the night before, all of it. And what it's doing is it's just getting away that guesswork. And the big problem is 
nowadays people wake up and it's like, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to have for lunch? And you could spend half an hour working out what you're going to wear. So if you've already got it already out the night before, you've saved yourself easily 30 minutes, right? And let's be honest, people say they want flexibility in what they eat. The majority of people eat the same foods Mm. most days. There's probably about five different breakfast options we all eat. And if someone had more than five different breakfast options, I'd be I'd be surprised. I could literally put a bet on it. Now, planning your day the night before, it's always vital. I was just going to throw something in there. Throw it's it called in. decision fatigue. Waking up in the morning or, or at any point and having too many decisions to make. Hence why, you know, Simon Cowell, he wears the white t-shirts, blue jeans every day because he knows what he's going to wear and he's got to make less decisions in the morning. Um, and throughout the day so that his decisions for vital things like his business and you know all that kind of stuff that he does um is is spot on just wanted to throw that in there it was like me at saturdays you got because i just wear gym stuff you get like the one or two days where you wear like casual stuff and then you're trying to work out what you should wear it's hard isn't it because you've got yeah. stuff and you're like well yeah should i wear this t-shirt or that t-shirt because i've only got like a day i could wear it and the next week i've got the next week where i could wear that and then by the time you've got around the few weeks, you've got bored of that T-shirt and you haven't even worn it. But um, going back to it, mapping out your day the night before, mega important. And these are just schoolboy rookie errors or schoolgirl rookie errors that people just don't do because they don't think they have to do it. And then they wonder where the time's gone. Now, I literally have a cheap Amazon planner, right? You can go expensive, you can go mega big, but I paid about two quid for mine from the hours of 6 a.m. in the morning to 11 p.m., I just map out what work I've got to do, what tasks I've got to do, what clients I've got to train, my, what time I'm going to walk the dogs, what time I'm going to train personally myself. And also I try and have a cut-off time. My biggest downfall is not realising when to cut off because the work just keeps going. So my new rule when I get back this weekend will be to make sure that 8 p.m. is my cut-off time. And there's no work done after 8 p.m. Because I've been creeping a bit later, a bit later. So I've got to get more organized. But time planner, map it out and do it. And don't just wait until you get good at it, right? And then give it up. The whole point of mapping your day out, you do it every day for the rest of your life. Because why would you not want a productive day that was well-structured, that allowed downtime, that allowed family time, that allowed you to be more productive with your work and factored in training time? Or you don't map your day out, the day runs away, you don't train, you don't have time with your kids, you don't get time to walk your dogs, you get barely anything done at work, and then you've wasted a whole day. Do the maths. Five minutes the night before planning means you're going to save yourself so much more time during the day. Yeah. And it comes down to that commitment that I was just talking to previously as well. You know, if you're writing down what day and what time you're 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 training or what day you've got this this business meeting, you know, you're you're already committing to that and, and then it becomes a you know, a thing that's embedded. I I, I fully agree with, with planning the day and you, you actually got me into it, um, which I'm very grateful for because, you know, I, I used to be quite all over the place, quite messy, you know, didn't really um you know, I would do the physical work, you know, I'd come in and do the hour, but other than that, there wasn't a lot going on, you know, and it's it's boosted my productivity massively and also my creativity as well because you've got this this time, this space to yourself 
So because, you know, we, we all fall into the trap of, of thinking we're having time to ourselves. But actually, really, what are you doing in that time to, for yourself? You know, are you really relaxing? Are you really connecting with people? Are you really learning? You know, are you really, you know, looking after your body? Or are you just kind of slumping around and not really doing much and, and just kind of and being a bit brainless? I think time to yourself is doing stuff that you enjoy rather than just doing nothing per se, if that makes sense. You know, you can do nothing and read you know, or, and, and learn and, and listen to a podcast while doing nothing or you can do nothing and, and just literally mindlessly scroll through Instagram or mindlessly watch something on the television. It's very, very easy um, in today's day and age. I, I know that for a fact because um, we have all got all this mindless stuff going on. But I think the creativity side of things, once you start planning out your day, massively flourishes. And if you're a business owner um, or if you're someone who's wanting to start up a business, that is honestly, you're probably already got it installed, but that is probably um, one of my, one of the best tips on the, on this podcast is plan out your day. Yeah. Do you know what makes me laugh as well is that people always look for the, they look for the secret sauce. They're looking for the secret ingredients to go in the secret sauce. Like there's this magic thing and people want to know the magic with fat loss. People want to know the magic to getting abs. People want to know the magic to getting stronger. You know, people want the magic to, dating more girls, having more sex, like that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like, yeah. or building a business. And the, 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 the nitty gritty of it is, it's doing the daily habits compounded over time and make a great result. So if you want to get better in the gym, you go to the gym more often and you stay consistent with going to the gym. If you want to lose stubborn belly fat, you create a calorie deficit and you do it over time. If you want to get more, like go on more dates, you just put yourself out there. So you go on more, um, go on dating apps. You go and just meet people in bars, etc. You hone your skills on how to talk to people, communicate, that kind of thing. If you want to run a business and you want to run a six-figure, seven-figure business, you then need to understand what you're selling and get better at talking to your clients and your customer base. But the problem is people don't do the daily habits and they wonder why they're not getting there because they expect it overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And it, it frustrates the life out of me where people will do something that gets them somewhere and then they stop doing what got them there in the first place. The whole point of the change you make right now, you make them for the rest of your life. Don't start training six, seven days a week, two hours a day, or don't start meditating for an hour a day, or you know, coming up with these weird things where you're drinking urine and apple cider vinegar right? Just for these quick habits, just for a detox. You make simple changes that slightly over time change your lifestyle for the better. And you do that over time and you feel better from it. So you keep it going because you feel amazing from it. You don't just suddenly stop once you feel good. The whole point is you keep going. 100%. And it, you know, it's, we, we always talk about is the, the journey, not the destination. And you will never, ever, ever feel happy with the end result because you'll always be chasing for more. What you will be happy with is the way that you got there and the things that got you there. So installing these daily habits, you know, whatever they are, you could have, your end result could be completely different to fitness. It could be anything, but the things, the steps, the processes that you do on a daily and weekly and monthly basis to get you to that place are what is gonna make you happy. Because at the end of the day, you're staying consistent with it and you're, you're proving to yourself that, yes, you can actually, do the things to, to, to get you to that destination. Yeah. And I think we're going to stop it there. I think that's Because we go on all, all day, all night. We could do a 24-hour podcast. It would be good. A charity event. But we're going to leave it there. Look, you've got the podcast. You've listened to it. You've got the top tips we've given you. 
apply the top tips we've given you, do it day in, day out, and I guarantee you, your life will be better. I'm not even just saying that, you know, I'll give you a money back clause guarantee that if you make these changes, you'll be more productive, not in just your personal life, but your work life and your family life. Now, there's nothing better than that, but don't just listen and not apply. Listen, write notes, apply, do it, tune in next week. New and tips. We'll, be, we'll be back for another banger. Probably, maybe not as positive as what we were this week. Yeah, what's that? Me and Fiona are both going away, so we're both going to a festival. Ah. So you'll you'll be interested to know what the Wednesday podcast will be all about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, see you all soon. Have a great week. Smash it. Look forward to it.